Hey everyone, this is episode 37 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. I'm your host, Dorian St. Floor, and today's topic is a little different from topics that I normally talk about um, in that I'm specifically focusing on one sort of demographic within corporate America. So typically I am talking to women professionals in corporate America who are trying to leverage their strength, they're trying to make more money, have more impact, you know, really do the damn thing in their career. Today I want to laser focus a little bit more and talk about women who are over 40 or approaching 40 in corporate America and how to navigate a career change. Let's face it, Things get more difficult as you become older in the workplace, and I get a lot of women who reach out to me and ask me, I'm about to be 40, or I'm over 40, or I'm over 50. How do I navigate my career? How do I make a career switch? How do I bounce back? So in today's episode, I want to break that down for you and really go through some strategies and tips that you can use if you are you know, in this age range and are trying to level up in your career. So if this sounds like something that you would be interested in, if you're in this demographic, if you are going to be in this demographic at some point in your career, then this episode is for you. Welcome to Deeper Than Work, a podcast for high achieving and ambitious women ready to make more money, have more impact and thrive at work and life. And now here's your host, Dorianne St. Fleur, HR expert, career coach and breaker of glass ceilings. It's Dorianne here, and this is episode 37 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. For all my new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you've taken the time to check us out here at Deeper Than Work. And for my longtime listeners, hey girl, welcome back to another episode. So happy to have you here and appreciate all your support. So if you're new to me, again, I just want to reintroduce myself really quickly. My name is Dorianne St. Fleur. I am a salary strategist, career coach, and I help women use their strengths to climb up the corporate ladder, increase their income, and really find those high-paying and impactful jobs. And not only find those jobs, but thrive at those jobs and work their way up the corporate ladder. So that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm doing. And in today's episode, I want to talk about how to navigate your career, how to how to really navigate a career switch if you are over 40. Now, a few disclaimers before I start this episode. The first is that I, as usual, am going to keep it all the way real in this episode. So if you feel like you're going to be offended because of some of the things that I'm talking about, specifically, you know, talking about being over 40 in the workplace, then just want to give you a, a heads up that I'm going to be honest and I'm using my experience as an HR, you know, director and just and, and a career coach and all the research that I've done to talk about this episode. So that's the first disclaimer. The second one is that everything that I talk about in this episode and in all of my episodes They should not be considered legal advice. This is my opinion based on my experience, based on research that I've done, etc. So now that those disclaimers are out of the way, um, I want to jump into today's topic. So I'm just going to come out and say it that being over 40 in corporate America can be tough, right? It's not 
always an easy thing. And before I go into this, I want to say the reason why I'm using the cutoff age as 40, right, is because in the U.S., being 40 or above is considered a protected class. Now, you might not have known that, right? So just as being, you know, in a minority group, being a woman, being disabled, um, you know, some of those things are considered, those things are considered protected classes in the workplace, right? So you cannot discriminate against someone because of those things. One another, another protected class is actually being over 40, There are laws and regulations about how you treat people who are over 40 in the workplace, um, you know, which this episode is not going into that, but Google it, go look at it. This is a protected class. And so I want to talk about, you know, if you're in this protected class, how you should be thinking about your career and how you should be navigating things. So as I was saying, you know, being over 40 in corporate America can be tough, right? It seems like people in this category are you know, kind of the first to be terminated, the first to be put on, you know, a performance improvement plan, the first to be, to be blamed if something goes wrong. Like it's really just some, sometimes, right? Not at all companies, but in some companies and in some instances, it can really be tough because of the stigmas and the stereotypes and the incorrect thoughts that people have for this group. And Another thing to be clear about is that it's really, it's not everyone in this over 40 group, right? I, I, when I think about being over 40 in the workplace, I typically think of people being in two categories. So there's the first category, which are people who are, these are the senior, they're, they're senior leaders, right? They're executives. They are vice presidents. They are in the C-suite or on their way there. These people are moving up the ranks. They've, you know, kind of climbed that ladder. And they're in a position where they're they're in a, a position of leadership. Now, side note, just because you're in these positions of leadership and you're in the exec suites and all of this stuff does not mean that you're immune from getting terminated, being on a performance and plan and kind of, you know, being the first to be blamed for things that happened. Over my career, I've seen many people, many executives fall from grace and, you know, be touted as the person who is the the savior of the department and they're doing so well and they're making all this money and doing these things. And then when things come around and it's time to make cuts, guess who the first people are that often get cut, right? So it's not like you're immune, but that's just one category of people, people who are climbing that ladder, executives doing those things. And then the second category of people who are over 40, um, I just call them everyone else. <laughs> so everyone who is not an executive and senior leadership, etc. cetera. Um, and it's not to say that these people aren't doing their thing because yes, they are top performers and they are high achievers and they are, you know, people who can be trusted and know what they're doing. So all of those things apply, but they're not necessarily in these higher leadership, you know, executive positions, right? And so those are the two categories to me of over 40. And the people who I find, like of the women who do come to me, I, I speak to women across different age groups. And for the women that come to me that are over 40, that are in this category, they're typically in that second bucket of people, whereas they're top performing, they're doing what they need to do, they're very ambitious, but they're not yet, they haven't yet like, 
made it into senior levels of leadership. They haven't yet made it into these executive positions um, and into the C-suite, which is a whole nother topic about why these women who are top performing and amazing and high achieving aren't in those positions of power, which believe me, that's a topic that's coming up. So stay tuned for that. Um, But these are the women that I, I speak to. And it just seems to me that, you know, unfortunately, our culture, our society just doesn't seem to value the wisdom, the experience, the knowledge, you know, the loyalty of these people who have put in decades of time, effort, and energy into these companies. So when I get the question, you know, I'm trying to make a career switch, I don't know what to do because I'm older, or, you know, I've just been laid off, this is going to be more difficult for me to find something else, I don't know what to do. You know, a lot of these questions come to me and it's coming from a, a, a genuine place. It's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of seeing the things that have transpired even in their own careers or in the careers of their colleagues, which, you know, as an HR person, I can tell you, like, it happens. It's not right. It shouldn't happen, but it happens. It is not an unfounded fear that these women have. It is definitely more challenging to make a career switch, to change and do something different, to bounce back if you've been laid off or demoted in your career, if you are, in fact, over 40. And even though I started out this episode telling you that being over 40 is in a protected class, that there are laws and regulations put in place to support this demographic, as we all know, there are ways to get around these laws and regulations and people will never overtly say, I didn't hire you because you're over 40 or you're too old, so you're fired, right? People will never say that, but there are just ways in which that they're, that companies are able to get around it, frankly. And, you know, for these companies that are, you know, dishonest and, you know, have no morals and really do go out there and, you know, make it their business to alienate this demographic, you know, there's there's often nothing you can do to change their mind. So this episode is not telling you how to infiltrate a horrible company with bad culture who doesn't value the, the wisdom and experience you bring to the table, but it's very much about how to position yourself in a way to make a career transition or, you know, bouncing back after a tough time in your career, how to make that a little bit more easy, how to go through that change with a little bit more um, strategy in that process. So that's what I want to talk through today. Now, as sad as it is and as untrue as it is, people make assumptions. When you are over 40, unfortunately, people may think, and this is not everyone, again, right? Throwing out disclaimers again. I'm not saying that all people feel this way. I'm not saying that all people over 40 need to watch their back. I'm speaking in general terms. Um, but in general, people, right, feel that if you're older in the workplace, that you're not as innovative or you're not as apt to understand how to use technology or you're kind of stuck in your ways and don't want to get with the times, right? There's a lot of uh, stereotypes and there's a lot of prejudgments put on this demographic that frankly are just not true, right? They're just false. But 
as we know, especially being women, women in the workplace, women of color in the workplace, um, we know that just because something isn't true doesn't mean that people don't go out and act on those things. So, you know, the, whether or not these stereotypes are true is, is really irrelevant, um, but it's how are you going to navigate these things? How are you going to still progress and move forward in your career, even though you have to deal with these, uh, these lies and untruths and have to jump through these hoops? So that's what I want to talk through today, some ways in which you can do that. So as you're thinking about these steps that I'm going to go through, and I have seven things that you should be doing or seven things that you should be thinking about, you know, if you're over 40. And side note, this is not just like, you shouldn't just tune out and say, you know what? Well, I'm not 40 or above, so I'm not going to listen to this episode because this doesn't have anything to do with me. Let's remember that every year you're getting older and older, right? And I write for me, myself, I'm 34 years old right now. And yeah, maybe I'm considered in my prime or my peak or whatever, but there will come a time where it's not gonna be that way. Even now, I feel that way. And the company that I work for right now, they're an amazing company, right? And the things that I talked about that people do and stereotype and all these things, I haven't found them to do these things. So, right, this is this is great. I'm in a great position. Um, but I also am, for the first time in my career, typically one of the oldest people in the room, which hasn't been something that I've experienced. Part of it is because I'm in technology, so that tends to be a younger crowd, right? Tends to be younger folks in this, uh, in this field, in this industry at my company. But I'm no longer the spring chicken, right? I'm no longer the new girl who can rest on the fact that, oh, I've just been working for a few years. I'm younger. I still have a lot to learn, et cetera. So I already feel like I'm getting into that area where, you know, I'm, I'm an older worker for my company, right? And, and even so, I know that in six years or and, and more, I will be over 40 and I will be part of this, uh, this population. And so the, the tips that I'm going to talk through today and the strategies, you should be thinking about them now, whether you're 22, whether you're 34, whether you're 37, whether you're 45, right? All of these things are applicable because if your goal, if you're thinking of the long game and your goal is to figure out how can I position myself in such a way that I am continuously improving, continuously progressing. I am moving up the corporate ladder. I am executive bound, right? I'm C-suite bound. If that's your goal and those are the things that you're trying to do, then you should be implementing these strategies today. And you should be thinking about these things today um, because what do they say? They say that you need to stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? You don't wanna be in a situation where, okay, you look up and you're like, 47 or you're 53 and things are changing in your career and you're like, okay, where do I start now? I've been coasting and I just don't know what to do at this point. All right, let me throw something together and and try to take the next move. And maybe it's a step back or maybe I'm, you know, getting a decrease in my salary, right? You don't want to be in that position. So you want to always be working toward these things that I'm talking about now. So The first thing you should do if you're over 40, if you're in this category and you're trying to make a career transition, either because you voluntarily decided, hey, I'm over this place, I am no longer growing, it's no longer serving me, I'm going to do something different, or you've been laid off or demoted or, you know, what any of these things have happened. If you're ready to make a switch, then the first thing you need to think about is when you're positioning your experience and you're positioning your your skill and the things that you've done in the past, you need to make sure that you do it in a way that's measurable. 
So it's not enough to say that I was very successful in leadership or I'm a great manager. I have, you know, over 15 years, over 20 years of experience in this field, but you need to quantify it. You need to talk about how many people have you managed and how many of those people have moved on into successful roles and have moved up the ranks in leadership. You need to talk about, you know, how, how what are your specific credentials within this this area that you've identified as as something that's expert, that you're an expert in, right? It's not enough to just make these vague statements. You really want to quantify and, you know, measure your experience. This is going to set you apart. This is going to really drive home the value that you bring to the table. And, and it's really going to help the, the person who, for the role that you're applying to, or, you know, someone's looking at your resume or you're speaking to someone in an interview, it's really going to help them really quantify what it is you do well. And that's the point there. You, you're fighting against, unfortunately, you're fighting against a lot of assumptions. You're fighting against, you know, some, some judgments. And so it's going to be your, in your best interest to over index on being, specific and being measurable. So that's the first thing. Position your experience in ways that are measurable and quantifiable. The second thing you want to do is highlight, you know, the projects, the 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 teams that you've been on, um, the assignments that you've had that were new and innovative. One of the stereotypes that people have about people who are older in the workplace is that they are stuck in their ways, that they have no idea how to navigate the changing landscape, that they don't know how to use technology, they don't know how to be innovative. That's a, that's a stereotype that people have. So you must highlight the ways in which you've either led a project that was innovative, you've created this, or you've contributed to to this project. Highlight what you've done that is innovative. Highlight what you've done that's new and fresh and exciting. And again, you wanna be specific in these things. It's not enough to say that, yeah, I was part of that project that was was new, right? You wanna talk through why was this new? How was this innovative? What part did you specifically play in that process. Your goal, again, is to combat whatever stereotypes that people have about your demographics. So you're going to want to make sure that you highlight those things specifically so that everyone is aware of the fact that you are able to, you know, be flexible and you are able to be innovative in your career. The third thing you want to do is focus on your transferable skills. Focus on the things that you do really well and that you're really, you know, experienced and seasoned in doing. If you are 40, 50, 60 years old and you've been working since you were like in your 20s, that's a lot of years of experience of doing something. And so you want to highlight that and focus focus on that. Focus on your specific expertise. If you've worked on a, in a specific industry or you have a specific niche that you've been working on for 15, 20, 25, 30 years, highlight that, focus on that, you know, let people understand that you are truly a subject matter expert. Focus on your relationships that you have and how you're able to build and cultivate and maintain those relationships. I'm sure that working for 20, 25 years, you've built up a network that is 
rich, right? And it's diverse and it's, it's really helped you, you know, navigate in your career. So highlight those things, highlight your leadership abilities and your leadership skills. And the fact that you've mentored people and those people were able to, you know, move up the ranks in their own careers. These are all things that you need to focus on and highlight as you're positioning yourself. Also focus on your, your strategic abilities, the way that you're able to pull from past experiences that that you've had and able to use those experiences to to kind of predict what's next in the future and to kind of, you know, not like, oh yeah, I've been there, done that, I've done everything and I know everything, but using the expertise that I've had, using the experience that I've had, I've gone through something similar at this type of a company or in this type of a time. And so this is what I would suggest. Like you there is there is definitely um, an advantage to being in the to being in the workplace for a while for being in the workplace for a long time there's an advantage to that because you've seen things and you've experienced things that a lot of people haven't and so you need to use that to your advantage and definitely play that up uh, so that people understand exactly what it is that you bring to the table the fourth thing that you need to do if you're over 40, right, you're in this demographic and you're looking to make a career switch, make a career change, you know, rebrand yourself, revamp your career, is be prepared to respond to the to the idea that you're overqualified, right? That's like code. And, some, and sometimes it's true. You're overqualified. You're this big hot shot and you were doing this in the career and now you're trying to kind of go down two levels, three levels. You are overqualified. And the fear in that, like as an HR person, let me tell you, the fear of hiring someone who's overqualified is that you'll get bored, that you'll sit there and you'll be like, yeah, this was cool. It's been six months though and I kind of want to do something else because you're, you're, you've, you know this, right? There's no challenge. There's no learning curve that you need to go up to. It's not, it's not steep, right? And so the fear is that if you, if you are overqualified, you won't go it for the long haul. And so that's why a lot of times employers won't want to hire someone who they say is overqualified. However, just as much as it's valid and it's something that people have to combat, there are times where it's like code. It's code speak, right? when someone who is older and they are applying for a role and the person just does it for whatever reason, doesn't want to hire you, they'll, that's like a catch all. You're overqualified. Right. And there's really, how do you, how do you substantiate that? How do you say, how do you ask for the specific skills or the specific criteria that, that they're using to say you're overqualified? It's really difficult. But what you can do is be prepared to respond to that. Talk about why you're ready to kind of take the quote unquote step down. Obviously, you're not going to position in a way where you feel like you're taking a step down or demotion, but talk about the fact that, you know, you spent so many years building up this expertise and being strategic, and now you're ready to actually apply that. You want to get down, you want to get back down into the nitty gritty. You want to be able to mentor the people that you work with, you know, based on the experience that you've built over the years. Whatever your response is, have one. Be prepared to, to talk through, you know, why you're actually not overqualified and why you're uniquely qualified for this specific role that you're applying for. Number five, and it's kind of in the same vein of having that response to being told you're overqualified, but you should also understand and articulate and be able to articulate your strengths, right? If you've been working for 15, 20, 25 years or more, you should have a good sense of what it is that you do well. You should have a good sense of what your strengths are, and it's your job to be able to speak to it. You should be able to speak to 
you know, what your strengths are and what you do well and how you've been able to use those strengths to achieve success. This is key, right? Again, you're having to work against people who have ideas, stereotypes, you know, just these things in their prejudices in their mind about you and your demographic and they don't know you. So it's your job to show and prove. It's your job to show those receipts and talk through why, again, you are uniquely qualified for this role because of these strengths. And this is how I've used these strengths in the past to get to drive outcomes. And this is how I plan to continue to do that to, you know, make this company, this team and make myself successful in this role. And number six, and this one is really important, and it it's kind of goes to the mindset that you need to be in to, you know, get to a position where you can overcome some of the hoops that you need to go through if you're over 40 in the workplace is, you know, look, think about the people that you admire who are also older in the workplace, right? Think about people who are over 40, over 50, over 60, who you admire their careers and you admire where they are professionally. And think about what skills, you know, what the specific skills are that you admire in them and think about why. And then think about how you can develop those skills that, 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 you, that they have that you want. Or think about the skills that you know they have that you also have and how you can play that up. Because the truth is there are people who are you know, experienced and mature and seasoned who are killing it in their careers and who are able to go from opportunity to opportunity and who are able to leverage, you know, their expertise and their experience to continue to move up that corporate ladder. So it's not like you're doomed, you know, to failure or you're doomed to to never be successful because you're over 40. That's not the case at all. So go and find those people who have been able to do that. Look at what they're doing right and look at how you can fill whatever gaps you have to, to get to that level. That really really helps you with, you know, mindset that really helps you stay motivated and helps you realize that, you know, this is possible for me. And even though it may be a little bit more challenging as I go through this, this new journey in my career, you know, there, it is possible. And so it's good to just know who those people are, what they've done and, and, and what you need to do in order to kind of get to that level. And the last thing, which can be a little bit, um, a little bit, you know, it could be a little uncomfortable, right? Is to be honest with yourself and think about, you know, have I have I really let myself go in my career? Have I really just coasted over these years because I've I worked hard, right? I got out of college and I got this job and I worked hard and I tried to get to the next level and I got promoted, but then I finally got to a time where I was like, yeah, I'm here, I made it. I'm just going to coast now. And so if you are, let's say you are being pushed out of your organization or you are, you know, you are finding that you've kind of stagnated and you're ready to move on to something else. Think about how you got there. Were you actually coasting? Is it actually the fact that you're not necessarily doing those things that are going to help you stand out or or show why you're such a valued part of the organization, which is why you're there? And if, if you answer this, you know, honestly to yourself and you, and you say, yes, actually I have been coasting and I haven't been giving it my all and I have kind of just been going through the motions, then think about why you've been doing that. Think, think about what you need to do that's different and then move forward and do that because you don't want, 
you know, the next opportunity that you get to, to end up in the same space, right? You don't want to be somewhere in two, three years and realize, wow, I feel stagnated again. You want to think about what it is that you know, triggered you to kind of let yourself go, so to speak, in your career and figure out what you're going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again so that your next opportunity, you're really in it for the long haul and you're really able to grow and thrive. Okay. So those are my seven strategies. Like it doesn't have to be um, a lose-lose situation if you're over 40 and you're trying to do something different, even if you've been let go, even if you've, you know, kind of been forced out of your organization, they put you on a performance improvement plan and watching everything you do when you've kind of, and then you've kind of, you were terminated or you were laid off or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be, or sorry, it doesn't even always have to be negative, right? Maybe none of those things happen, but you're like, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to do something different. I'm feeling stagnant, right? So whatever the reason is that you find yourself over 40, over 50, over 60, looking for another opportunity, know that it doesn't have to be an impossible mission, that it is very possible for you to, you know, bounce back and really find that opportunity that's impactful, that's paying you what you deserve, right? But you have to rise to the occasion. You have to go through these, these strategies and really figure out how you're going to how you're going to position yourself in a way to make you a no-brainer candidate. That no one cares about how old you are. They don't care, you know, about these stereotypes that they may have had because they're like, I need you to work for our company. You got to be leading our team or a part of our team or contributing to our team in some way because of everything that you bring to the table. It's your job to make sure that you do that and it is very, very possible. All right. So if you're over 40, you're looking to make a career change, I want you to really, you know, listen through to these strategies that I talked about. Make sure that you're doing them and that you employ them into your strategy. And you'll find that before long, you will be on the other side of this career change, really stepping into a position that you feel comfortable with. And that's really helping you continue to grow and leverage the experience that you already have. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you found it useful. I really just felt inspired to just kind of get these thoughts out because I get so many questions from women who are very seasoned in their career. You know, they're they're 45, they're 50, they're 55, and they're just wondering like, how do I navigate this? How do I take this next step? So I just wanted to talk through some things that you should be mindful of and that you should be thinking about um, as you go through your career. And again, this is for everyone, even if you're not yet over 40, you know, even if you are over 40, but you know, things are going well in your career. These are just things in general that you should be thinking about, you know, because eventually you will get to a space where you are in this demographic and when unfortunately people are judging you because of how old you are in the workplace and not taking into account everything that you bring to the table. So wanted to go through those strategies for you. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. This really helps get the word out about the Deeper Than Work podcast and ensures that I touch as many women as possible. Um, that's all for now. If you want to talk through, if you want to read more about this topic or listen to the episode again or forward it to a friend, then get on over to the show notes page, yourcareergirl.com slash blog slash episode 37. And I'll talk to you later.